Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. All right. Talked about the chaos in the United States over the long weekend. We had some chaos right here in our province over the long weekend, too, as you know. Um, a massive fire about noon on Monday. Lake Louise RCMP received reports that the Charleston residence was on fire. And uh, there were reports of a man on the roof who appeared to be in distress. So police responded, local fire departments um, all responded. I think the building was pretty much a total loss. Um, and at the end of the day, one person was arrested. Officers located the man on arrival. They said he was in possession of a weapon. They didn't describe what that was. Uh, police say they de-escalated the situation, convinced him to come down on a ladder. Apparently, he slipped off the ladder on the way down and uh, suffered some non-life-threatening injuries, but did have to go to hospital in Calgary for treatment. Following their investigation, though, um, he was arrested and has been charged. We're still investigating everything. We have a lot of different information, but we have spoken to several witnesses. So our investigation's ongoing. We do have one person in custody who's facing charges. That's RCMP Sergeant Susan Richter. The person has now been identified as 40-year-old Lake Louise resident Timothy Alexander Peterson. He has been charged with arson and possession of a weapon for a dangerous purpose. So, um, RCMP have done their jobs and filed charges. Now, the the problem here, the bigger problem, I think, is uh, so many people have been affected. Like I say, Charleston is a staff residence, and there were dozens, hundreds of people, in fact, living there. So, what does this mean for them, for the community, for tourism in the area? Let's find out. We're going to chat with Dan Markham, who is Communications Director at Lake Louise Ski Resort and Summer Gondola. Dan, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Good morning, Shay. How are you? I'm okay. Okay. How are you doing? That's that's a bigger question. What's going on down there? How are you making out? Well, you know, we're getting by, and we're getting by even better because of the help from the community. It's just been overwhelming to see all of the results and response from people from Camor, from Field, from Banff, from Lake Louise, from Calgary, from everywhere that's, you know, just trying to put a helping hand in. Donations have been incredible, um, so much so that it's been almost impossible to manage. We're now getting uh, the support of the Banff Canmore Community Foundation to direct all uh, donations through to. So if people who are interested in helping out, that's probably the best place to go. Um, but right now, we spent the first 48 hours trying to find uh, beds for the folks that have lost their homes. Um, we've managed to get everybody housed temporarily, but we are desperately in need of places for people to stay for the next coming weeks until we can sort out uh, a number more permanent solution in the meantime. Mm-hmm. We have had some also response from companies who do provide modular housing systems at co-trailers, those kind of things. So we're really looking into trying to get that up and running as fast as possible. Okay, let's let's just um, break it down a little bit here. How many people are we talking about here? Have you managed to get an accurate head count of how many people have been forced from where they were living in that accommodations? Yeah, about 165 people. Okay, about 165. Um, at this point, have they all been relocated? Have you been able to find a spot for all of them so far? 
we have for a couple of days. We've got hotel rooms. Some of them are available till next week. Uh, this is, of course, summer season, so it's pretty busy down yeah. in, uh, in Banff and Lake Louise to try and find hotel rooms. Uh, people have been billeting people on couches, um, but these are all short-term recommenda- or accommodations, so we're really looking for other options, um, logistics uh, that we can set up. One, I think the benefits is that we do have a very large parking lot at the ski resort, so if we do have to go to a modular home system, yeah. uh, we'll have the space to be able to do so. Um, obviously, Charleston is still smoldering, and will be a while before they can get in there. I think it'll be the end of the week before our CMP and fire department have uh, <clears throat> said that they might be able to allow people in. Um, at this point in time, though, that facility and that location is not a consideration for us at this point in time. I mean, Dan, uh, from what little I know about the area, and one of the conversations I've had like with the mayor of Banff, for example, is the fact that housing is a major barrier to that part of the province and trying to get people that can come there and work in the tourism season and all those sorts of things. There's just no place to house them. So this must be just adding a massive problem on top of a pre-existing problem, right? I mean, this is just making a bad situation worse. Well, there's no question about it. And I mean, you know, when we're starting to impose on all the other businesses and people in the community who are already struggling to try and find housing, um, it really shows how you know willing the community is to come by and support everyone. Um, when you talk about donations and community help and things like that, what kind of things are people donating? What kind of things do you want people donating at this point? Well, right now, a lot of the people have lost pretty much everything that they had, didn't have on when they were out hiking or you know enjoying the day. So phone chargers, toiletries, summer clothes, those kind of things, um, old laptops, anything that people can use to try and reestablish, you know, their lives to normalcy again. We've set up a location at the ski resort where we do have a bunch of computer terminals where people can get on and try and connect with their family and friends to let them know they're okay and, you know, resume communications with the outside world. What are those kind of things that are really help, would be helpful to be old phones? Those kind of things would be really, really helpful. Um, you know, the donations for clothing and food and those sort have been overwhelming to this point in time but it's really the kind of things that would really help get someone back on their feet again with their with their personal possessions what about and, I, and i'm just seeing these kinds of reports where people lost um medications and i mean a lot of people that we they're, they're not canadian they come here to work for the summer so they've lost passports they've lost visas they've lost all i mean what kind of systems are being put in i mean i, I imagine you've got a checklist of things you might not have got to this just yet but i mean those have to be something that there's got to be some planning around that too right well, there certainly is. I mean, in addition to emotional support from counselors on site, there are services available in the community because we do have such a large population yeah. of people who come to work from around the world. And, you know, not in this scale, but people do have problems sometimes losing their visas and their passports and those kind of things. So there is a process in place, just usually not at this scale. So we're really calling upon those resources to help out. But people are being quite patient. Um, I'm really surprised at how well the staff have been taking this. Um, you know, there's a lot of emotion going on right now, and certainly from current staff and from former staff we've been reached out to who really had great memories in the Charleston residence and, you know, are, are really emotional about the whole situation. Um, what does this mean for your operations? I know summer is not, I mean, you, you've still got things happening at Lake Louise. Winter's the big season, of course, with the ski hill and all the rest. But what does this mean for you now and as you plan for the upcoming ski season? 
Well, during the summer, our normal operations include the sightseeing lift that goes up to the mount, up the mountain, where guests can go and you know watch, see the views, go hiking yeah. further up the mountain, go to the restaurant, those sort of things, including restaurants in the base area, all of which has been closed at this point in time. We're not sure when we're going to be able to open those again. Um, you know, the facilities are obviously in working order, but we don't have the staff to be able to manage that. Um, right now, we do are, or excuse me, are maintaining the Parks Canada Transportation Shuttle Hub that's in our parking lot uh, with minimal staffing. Um, that's all that's going on right now. When we open up for the rest of the summer is to be determined. Um, I think the resiliency of the team is pretty strong, and the goal is to get back up for the summer and definitely for the winter. Um, what the housing will look like to accommodate all that for our staff is still to be determined. Yeah, well, lots of things to figure out as you go along. Hey, I just wanted to ask, because it changes things for me, and I'm not sure why. The fact that we find out that this was a deliberate act, or at least that's what the police are saying, and they've charged somebody. And, you know, I mean, if it's an accident, it's one thing, but to hear somebody has been charged with setting this fire, does that change? things how does that make you feel uh well i think i feel the same way that most of the staff feel about it uh, maybe more so for those that live there um i think it hits just that much harder yeah, it does. Gaddens it that much harder i mean if there was some natural reason why the the fire had occurred then then so be it but if there was some kind of intent um, <clears throat> of course that's still to be determined by the rcmp um, I just think the, the suggestion of that really makes people even sadder. Yeah, I think you're right. Dan, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're busy. I appreciate the update.